Priority Talk. Welcome back into Priority Talk. Greg Davis here with you. Hope everybody is well. Man, we've got a room full of people here. About to have a really good conversation. Uh, friends from Alliance Defending Freedom. And then we've also got uh, Truth 101 WXJC Program Director Justin Flores here in studio with us as well. Justin, good to see you, man. Thank you. Everybody yeah. hears you on the station because you do some talking yes. along the way and some little nuggets and all that. Thank you for all you're doing. Oh, you're this, welcome. To make it's the station wonderful. We're having fun. Yeah. And uh, we're all still excited about the addition of Jack Hibbs oh. to the station every day at 1130. Real life radio. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Justin's been on with us before, but if you're not familiar, he just moved here from California and uh, was a pastor in California and uh, just moved to Alabama. And uh, so we may talk about that in a minute. Uh, but then we've also got some other friends here with Alliance Defending Freedom. Harrison Smith is with us. Justin Asmussen and... Michael, Matthew, Nico. I don't know. You're the guy I know the best. Matthew, Nico. I've had so many names in my head today. Uh, Good to have you guys with us uh, with Alliance Defending Freedom. And, man, we just had a great day. We just had a great day. We were part of the uh, ALCAP uh, Citizens Action Training for uh, pastors and church leaders. Justin, you know, you just moving here to Alabama, you haven't got to be a part of a lot of those kind of things in Alabama. I've you know, never been here. in a meeting like that in my life, living Seriously. in California. And, and what do you mean like that? What made it different yeah, than anything you've ever been overwhelmed. before? Well, let me try to stretch it out without going too long. The fact that you called prayer after each person got up and spoke, we got to pray for that person, legislature, people in the government, the movers and shakers of Alabama, getting up and saying they're about Jesus, standing mm-hmm. firm on the solid rock, encouraging pastors to do the same was it jamie klein kill kill yeah jamie kill from up in russellville this guy stands up and encourages pastors to not be shy about talking about sin yeah right well he said the the same thing we say here you can't talk about the good news without talking about the bad bad news news. and the bad news is sin (laughs) i gave that same speech yesterday sure did jesus said repent the kingdom of god is at hand peter said repent and we forget that anyway i was just really absolutely blown away now you're getting to know some of our some of the names here in alabama leaders uh attorney general steve marshall was there at lunch uh how do you strike you oh i you know what first I just wasn't sure exactly what to expect. I think that's the thing. I came in with no expectations. Yeah. And being able to pray for people, the fact of how it was led by you, how everybody spoke of you and what you do down during government well, season, that, you know, that's the other uh, thing. But the uh, I've got some checks headed their way. Yeah, they ch- <laughs> <laughs> I just like how they all just stood on the solid rock of Jesus and stood firm. And then they ask that we be a part yeah. of what they're doing because yeah. they hear from the opposition more than anybody else which uh, I think it was Lee when she said, and that's yeah. probably because you just assume we're going to do the right thing, and it's true, but we could really use and just to see that support from you. So that encouraged yeah. me because I'm going Lee to do Holsey. that. Yeah. And the, the statement that was made early on that seemed to be kind of a running theme about somebody mentioning that you make Alabama a better place, and I think, you know, it was yeah. they, they, they said that in, in good faith, but you kind of turned around and said, we're here to make Alabama a harder place to get to hell from. Yeah. We want Alabama to be an easier place to get to heaven from. We're about the gospel. Mm. And that's what I've learned from you, 
Greg, and just watching in six months and hearing your show. And, yeah. But that's everybody else agreed. And to have pastors come, you, you, you kind of put together and got pastors in front of the movers and shakers of this state. And I'm just so blessed to be here. Yeah. I kind of I kind of feel like I'm I shouldn't be. In a way, who am I to be here? I was texting my pastor friends going, I'm really sorry you guys didn't move to Alabama with <laughs> That's me. That's what you're, I want your perspective from so, California. You're so missing out. I have never them? been a part of a meeting in which we watched anybody who has the, uh, the ability to make laws or to write laws or to influence others ever come in a group setting like that and everybody speak the same. I, don't, I, I can't explain that. I think there was this even, um, uh, I'm going to mess up his name again now. Jamie, Jamie Keel. He came in, hadn't been a part of the whole thing because he had been driving the whole time yeah. and walked in, and it was as if you all had some agenda and said, all right, let's make sure we focus on yeah. these things. He said the same exact thing. So well, I'd like to tell you we did, but we didn't. <laughs> no, it was a, it was was, a blessing. Yeah. I have never been a part of that. We had a few in the small county that we lived in that uh, were, were strong conservatives, but even they, during moments of public speaking, would never stand up and say first and foremost let me just share yeah my heart and well what what drives me i try to you know in my work that i do at the state house and matthew is there as well uh regularly i um you know we've got a lot of great uh people representing us there i mean that think biblically have a have that worldview uh they get it and they stand strong but there's a lot of them there matthew right oh yeah but i say this just not enough (laughs) you know what i mean Mm. We got a lot, and we get a lot done. But boy, we're not far off. Um, if we if we had some more, we could do even more good uh, with the morality of our state, which I believe has gospel implications. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, well, man, it's good to have you there. Thank you for coming for representing the station. Uh, you guys help us do that. You know, we announced this meeting on the air and promoted it, and there were people that came because they heard it on the radio. So yeah. uh, so that's that's some of the role that uh, Truth One Hundred One plays. And, uh, and this whole, you know, uh, movement of what we're trying to do here of right. uh, advocating for morality, you know, with our with our uh, government leaders and everything that we say, because for me, I'm kind of like promotion. Maybe somebody feels like, well, how come I wasn't a part of that or did I miss? I, mm-hmm. I didn't hear that. Just go to alcap.com and everything that's on there, you'll understand and be praying for Greg. Because in a couple of weeks, when everybody starts meeting down in Montgomery, yeah. I know what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. And you have a chance to be a part of it, too, February 7th. Yeah, we're having a uh, the third annual prayer rally, uh, February 7th, 11 a.m. at the State House Steps in Montgomery. I realize not everyone can come. I get that, especially if you're listening up on the Tennessee line. I know that's a long way, but maybe some can, uh, you know. So we like to make you aware. And I'll be talking a lot more about that. It's like two weeks away now, less than two weeks, the, uh, the Alcap prayer rally. Uh, the 7th, February 7th at 11 a.m. Matthew, you'll be there? Yes, sir. You're going to be there? Of course. All right, man. Uh, You're a man of few sure. words right now. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Justin, thank yeah, you, thanks man. Thanks for the opportunity, and thank y'all, Appreciate and, it. And thanks to everybody here. Alliance Defending Freedom. Yeah. Listen to what these guys have to say. These guys walk the talk, and I have personally been a part of two churches in California that utilize the services of these folks. And I'm telling you, they're there. You talk about being on the front lines and protection pray for their protection yeah that their families would continue to be protected yeah but they stand firm on again that solid rock and well, it's amen. Just such a blessing amen. so God well bless hey you. Thank feel you. free yeah, to hang out you, let's uh harrison smith is here and uh he sort of uh got, he spoke today at the event was one of our presenters and uh man it was good to have you you know we've been together on numerous occasions doing these type of events but that was a unique deal today really wasn't it was it? and i my, my first comment when i got up there was 
you know, even though I live in this world, been at ADF for 10 years now, it's still amazing to hear, especially on the local level, how many things are going on and the implications of these bills and the downstream impact that is going to happen whether we are paying attention or not i mean it was it was almost i almost felt a little overwhelmed in a in a good way and you're in meetings like this all the time yeah yeah and it's still yeah it's still well we work a lot on the national level and you know supreme court cases and that type right. of thing and and matthew works on the legislative side on the state level yep. and local level but um yeah it was just there's a lot. We live in interesting times. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, let's let's recognize some folks that uh, were there today. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, our Attorney General Steve Marshall was there, brought a great word. Of course, he's a, a dear partner and friend. With he was rocking Defending a great Freedom. tie today. He was. He had the same tie I've got. Yeah. The ADF tie. Yeah. There's different colors. That's the only one I've got. Those. The, yeah. You the, can tell what year you were with us and came. You know. Oh, what, they changed the color year every to year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Don't ask me what can color. Matthew, get me some more. Times. Matthew has the power. What was funny is I wore it to the state house one day, try, and uh, Matt Sharp happened to be there that day. I didn't even know he was coming. And uh, that's Matt how, that's how that you're in bonus points. And I points. had the tone, did I not? You did. And I you had did. no idea he you was coming. Certainly did. I had, had no that, idea. He had that yellow one, didn't you? That's it. Yeah. Yep. And that's the one the attorney Same general had on yep. today. I told him. I told him. I got a. I got a hookup. If you want the bow tie version, I'm, I'm not a bow tie. Now. You could rock a bow tie. No, though. no, I'm not a bow tie. No. Bow tie and bald guys don't go good together. Yeah, right. I thought felt like that. <laughs> that just that's that like exudes intellectualism. Yes. Uh, Representative Lee Holsey was there today. We so appreciated her. She's got some really uh, important legislation coming um, that she shared with us about. I'll just try to mention, uh, Matthew, help me remember Susan who all was DeBose. there. Uh, Representative Susan DeBose uh, was there. Uh, Senator Dan Roberts. Um, uh, Senator Jamie Kill. Underwood. Uh, excuse me. Representative Jamie Kill. Representative Carrie Underwood. They drove... Mm -hmm. uh, they had a lunch meeting and then drove two and a half hours to show up at the last minute, hmm. you know, to be a part, the end part of the meeting. So that says a lot about them. Um, and so if you guys are listening uh, as you are driving back uh, to northwest Alabama, thank you Thanks uh, for, being for, there. for being there today. Uh, well, I thought, you know, we talked about a lot of local uh, issues here in Alabama. You know, the fact that we've, uh, you know, got a, a gambling legislation, comprehensive gambling being pushed upon us. That stuff's um, wild. You know, a lot, lot of sex and transgender issues. Um, you know, lots of issues like that that we're going to be dealing with here in our local legislation. Uh, some issues, alcohol issues, availability. Um, but what you what you brought, and I think what ADF brings, is a little broader perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, take just take a minute. Now you've been on with us numerous times before, uh, but anytime we've got you here in town, I like to have you in studio. Take just take a minute and share about. Uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, and just tell folks uh, who you are, because you're, you're wonderful partners, and all of our churches need to know about Alliance Defending Freedom and 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 this and what they can do to help your church. Uh, so I'll just I'll take let you I, I can do the whole spiel, but I'll let you do it. Yeah, appreciate that. So Alliance Defending Freedom, we are a law firm. We're also a ministry, which is a, an interesting combination. But we were actually founded by over 30 different ministries, groups like Crew, Crown Financial, Focus on the Family. And they all got together in the early 90s because they were all recognizing in some form or fashion that the changes in the law, the changes in the culture were impacting their ability to minister. And so they founded Alliance Defending Freedom. Back then it was actually Alliance Defense Fund. It was a uh, it was it was meant to raise money to to do these cases. Later, uh, we ended up hiring our own attorneys and doing the all the legislative and, and legal work in-house. 
um, but started in 94. And since then, I mean, the goal from from day one was to fight in the courts, defend the First Amendment for the purpose of keeping the legal door open for the gospel. So an easy example of how the changing culture, the change in the law was impacting ministry back then. I always mention crew back then, Campus Crusade for yeah, Christ. Yeah. They were being physically kicked off campus for so-called separation of church and state. Yeah. College and, campuses. Yeah. yeah. And Bill Bryce said, listen, we have a right to be here, codified in the First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, but no one's defending it. And the downstream impact of that is we're being removed from the students God called us to. And so similar issue with all the other 30 ministries. And they said, we need to fight in the courts so that these ministries can continue. So that's always been the heart. And something we've been talking about uh, just internally is is how what Bill Bright did in that scenario and these other leaders did to, to start ADF, what they do is very similar to what Paul did. I mean, ADF, we're, we're fighting for the First Amendment. We're fighting for the laws of our country, but not just for the sake of, oh, America's great and the Constitution's wonderful. Those are, those are true. Mm-hmm. But we're not... It's not. That's not what it's about. That's not our end game. That that's not the end game. Mm-hmm. The end the end game is that the the gospel can continue to freely go forth, and so Paul in the New Testament, when his gospel mission gets threatened, what does he do? He claims his Roman citizenship and the rights that he has as a Roman, not because he's just in love with Rome and Rome's amazing and, and the rights he has are worth defending. While those may be true, it was because he was using that as the channel for the gospel, his gospel mission to continue to go forth. It's the same thing we're doing now is we have rights and when they're defended, the, 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 the truth can continue to go out. Um, and so the team that, that, uh, that Jacob and I work on is the church and ministry Alliance team that you referenced earlier. Yes. And we were founded within ADF in 2017 for the purpose of helping specifically churches and ministries to proactively navigate, uh, the, incredible changes that are now going on within the law and the culture. Um, Churches are trying to navigate marriage and sexuality and gender and the life issue. And, you know, these things are no longer just happening in California and New York. They are now in our school systems. They are in our youth groups because, for example, on the gender issue, our children are being inundated on TikTok and Google and social media and Netflix and their K through 12 schools. And that's now coming into the church and, and families and pastors are going, ah, we need some help. And so through this program, churches can join for a nominal fee. Very uh, nominal. I mean, penny, pennies on the Depends dollar. Depends on the size of your church, so we won't get into all the numbers, but Correct. it's very cheap. Yeah, you can at adfchurchalliance.org, uh, you can go see kind of the pricing there. It's mostly subsidized by our donors. So right. if you're an ADF donor out there, thank you, because you make it possible for churches and ministries to get this legal help for almost nothing. And that little bit that you do pay goes into the pot for us to go help uh when these lawsuits come up on behalf of the church, mm-hmm. that helps us to go and and tackle those cases, which then has a downstream impact on everybody. So it's all, it's almost like a donation because you're certainly not covering the cost of the legal help that you're getting. Um, no, you're talking about having ADF and their resources and their expertise and their lawyers at your disposal. For, we'll throw it out a few hundred bucks yeah. a year. Yeah. Okay. Most, most of our churches are the first tier is under 150 people on an average Sunday. Um, that's two fifty for the year. Yeah, you, you just come on. You, guys. you can't pay a decent attorney yeah. for a half an hour for no, that. If price. you're a pastor or you're in leadership at your church uh, and you're not participating uh, in this program, you are really doing your church a disservice and and maybe putting your church at risk of, uh, of potential lawsuits 
on the kind of issues they can help you clean up mm-hmm. ahead of time, like yep. gender and facilities and a lot of these kind of issues. Yeah. And uh, most, most people at this point are trying to figure those things out. Years ago, we had to convince them, like, if you haven't updated your governing documents, which is the easiest way you can protect yourself, you need to do that, and here's why. Um, nowadays, everybody gets it. They're seeing what's going on. They go, whoa, we need to – we haven't touched our – at a at a church in Memphis uh, not long too time. long ago, they're like, we haven't touched our documents since 1901, and I was like, wow, that's actually extremely impressive. They were kind of proud. <laughs> All right, uh, our friends from Alliance Defending Freedom here in studio with us. Let's take a break. Come back and talk to us about some of the cases you guys are working on. You're actually working on one in Alabama right now, an Alabama uh, case, and then of course some of the bigger ones like uh, Jack Phillips and Lori Smith and some of those. We'll talk through some of those issues as well. Priority talk right here on Truth 101. Uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Priority Talk. Here at Priority Talk, we're showcasing our longest-running advertiser and good friend of the show, Today's Family Dentistry, your family hometown dental practice, conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians and a friendly staff who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with all the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield, all kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment at 256 739 3337. That's today's Family Dentistry, located in downtown Coleman, directly behind the Coleman County Courthouse. That's 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly hometown dentist in Coleman. This is Glenn Coffey, former running back of the Alabama Crimson Tide, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. We're back in. Greg Davis here, Priority Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us and uh, hanging with us a little bit here on Truth 101. Don't forget, you can always find the podcast. Uh, Just search Priority Talk in your favorite audio podcast platform or head to our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. So, whatever you hear, if it's good, you can listen to it again there. If it's not good, we don't post it. So you'll be there, though, Harrison. We're going to put this up. This is this will go to our podcast page. Oh, good. Talk to us a little more about church. We, we sort of scratched the surface, but if you're out there and you're a pastor or a leader in your church, a chairman of deacons or a, you know, a trustee at a local church, uh, your church may be sitting in a really precarious situation. And you don't even know it. Um, just hit that again and talk about, you know, lay it out, what people need to know and why they need to contact uh, ADF and the Church Ministry Alliance to get help. Yeah. So I have this analogy, fly a lot for work, Um, love flying out west and seeing the planes, you know, turn into the Rocky Mountains pretty pretty quickly. And uh, love Lewis and Clark 
history buff yep. and that whole story. And every time I fly in out west and I see that just the prominence of the Rockies and how they come up out of nowhere, I think of Lewis and Clark and the, their journey from out of St. Louis going west trying to find that northwest passage. And I'm like, you got it. I mean, they knew what was out there. I mean, there were trappers and traders that were out there. But I imagine most of the guys on that journey hadn't seen or gone through the Rockies themselves. And it's like, you got to think as the Rockies were coming over the horizon, that prominence that they were just like, oh my gosh, how are we going to get through this? The right. boats ain't going to cut it anymore. The wagons might not even cut it anymore. Yeah, but they didn't. But they didn't. They didn't turn back and say, "Whoa, that's too much. Let's go back to St. Louis. Forget the journey." They had to change their tactics because what worked in the plains wasn't going to cut it. Come, coming through the Rockies, and so I, I use that analogy on from the religious liberty, uh, the, the religious liberty things that we're facing today. Is that for most of American history? You haven't even, as a pastor, you haven't even, you couldn't even quote what religious liberty was because it didn't matter because you just had it and you benefited from it and it was never under any threat. Mm-hmm. We've been in the plains, but the Rockies and the prominence and the change that's coming and the change that we're we're at right now um, is drastic, and it's not a a sign of oh we need to we need to turn back. Game's over. We just got to change some tactics, and so the Church of Ministry Alliance can help you in that. Um, and a big part of that is a doc review. Your right. documents are evidence in court. Your constitution, your bylaws, your facilities, policies, your employment—you know—documents from handbooks to hiring and firing policies. All of those things, which let's be real, most pastors do not want to talk about. You didn't get into the pastorate so you could understand, you know, sexual orientation, gender identity laws, and how that applies to your bathroom policies. But it's important. Um, And I like to say that it's important in two different ways, kind of two different sides of the same coin. One, there is the legal side. That if you don't address, for example, gender identity and what are your theological beliefs on there, and you haven't gotten that interwoven into the who you are, what you do, how you do it, why you do it, which is what your documents are, then you lack evidence in your favor when you get into an issue with that. And so one major part of the Church and Ministry Alliance is to help you figure out, you tell us, what do you believe on these things? We'll interweave that in there. And now you've got good evidence in your favor. So that, if we did need to go to yeah. court, we can say, Your Honor, we didn't, you know, act this way because we're bigots. We acted this way because for exa- policy. Yeah. For example, what we as believers, as a Christian church, we believe as an example in the inerrancy of God's word. And because of that we believe in Genesis one and two that God made male and female and that, that every human has dignity because they're made in the image of God. And therefore this is how we, we use our facilities or our restroom policies or what we do with children when we go to camp over the summer. And so it's not you've got it all lined up there and it's rooted in your faith, which then is what gives you First Amendment protections, religious freedom. Because so many churches right now, if uh, if they were to have uh, certain people with a certain agenda come to their church and not like uh, or want to use their facilities or some issue like that or, or use the bathroom, some issue like that, um, and they went out and got a lawyer, which uh, the lawyers are there readily ready to go, uh, a lot of churches, their guard's down. Yeah, and there's a and there's a and there's a shock factor there. And they'll put you out of business. Let's just be honest. Yeah, they'll they'll take your church down. Well, as we said a little bit ago, attorneys are not exactly cheap, and so we before Alliance Defending Freedom existed, that was a, a strategy of the other side. They'd come in and sue you, knowing they were wrong. Yeah, but they can outlast you in court because they got more money. Yep. And that, and but then when Alliance Defending Freedom showed up, we're able to take these cases, we defend them at free of charge, and and you know 
we win 80% of the cases we show up to now by God's grace. So, but there's, so there's a legal side of those issues, but there's also a ministerial side to those issues. You don't want to be caught in a, oh my gosh, it's happening right now moment when somebody, for example, who's transgendered comes into your church. Praise God they're there. Sure. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. And, 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 and that's going to be happening more as our culture continues Absolutely. to push that. So, so yeah, you, you, there may be someone with an agenda showing up at your church, but there may be someone who's just curious that shows up in your church. But when they do that, are you ministerially ready for when they start heading to the wrong restroom or, or they want to start serving or they want to get baptized mm-hmm. or they want to mm-hmm. join as a member? Those are all policy things of, you know, what do you say? How do you say it? When do you say it? Who says it? We want to help you get all those so you're yeah. ready for ministry in our day. Yeah, and you guys do this all the time. So you got it down to a science. You know how you got a process. We have a you team of through. dedicated attorneys that all they do are work with churches on documents, and, and we can. It's what they do. Yep. They've, they've got it ready it's to go, and they can cater it to your church and your congregation and make it right for you. It's not cut and paste, but it's but there's a certain amount of it that's ready to go. You just got to specify, you know, some of the things that uh, are, are direct to your church. Yep. Uh, and so, and then also, if you do have a legal problem, you've got the uh, ADF attorneys at your disposal. There's yeah, so that's the kind of proactive side. Yes. The reactive side is not just a one and done doc review. It's a it's a annual membership that two fifty you would pay if you're a small right. church every year. It's an annual membership, but you get you get access to the attorneys throughout yeah. the year. So if so something if you happens, need to make one phone call, it's paid for itself. Correct. <laughs> or the doc, the doc review, you would blow through thousands oh, sure. quickly because sure. it takes hours and you're paying 400, 500, sure. 600 So if hours. churches want to uh, look into that, okay, pastors, deacons, uh, trustees, church administrators, all those kind of people. Uh, and ministries. Oh, yeah. And Rescue missions, camps, K-12 through schools. Okay, even outside local churches. Yep. Uh, if you're quickly, a ministry and a 501c3 nonprofit, we can help before you. Before we need to go back to break, uh, tell them where to go, where to look for, give them the website, all that stuff. If you're a church, adfchurchalliance.org. If you're a nonprofit ministry that's outside of not a physical church, adfministryalliance.org. Same program. It's literally just a different pricing structure, and we're actually looking to merge that right now to make it even more simple. Okay. So adfchurchalliance.org, adfministryalliance.org. Yep. And I'll tell you what, we'll get that up into our show notes uh, on our website. So if you're out there driving around, it's hard to remember. Okay, I get it. Don't get on your phone Uh, while you're driving. We'll put it there uh, on our show notes at prioritytalkradio.com. And so you can go there and find it. So I hope there's uh, dozens of churches that'll just go on there quickly. And if you're not a pastor, if you attend a church, your church needs this. I mean, yeah, we're, that's we're what I'm saying. Yeah, it's for everybody. Yeah, the we pastor just, may, if you're a church leader, if you're in that world of your church, you know who you are. And, uh, you know, you may not be the person to get it all done, but you can at least bring it to the attention of the church and yep. make it make it something that gets a conversation. Okay, we got to go to break. We'll come back on the other side and get into some of these these uh, cases that ADF is currently working, including one here in Alabama. We're so grateful you guys are helping to defend uh, a wonderful law that was passed a couple of years ago. We talked about it a lot today at the uh, Citizens Action Training, and uh, we'll update everybody on that when we come back on the other side. Did you know that you can choose life when renewing your automobile tax? Choose Life Alabama is celebrating 20 years of license plate sales in Alabama. 
Over those 20 years, $4.4 million has been given to pregnancy resource centers just from the sales of Choose Life Auto Tags. Each year, Alabamians pay an extra $50 for approximately 6,000 automobile license plates. The great majority of those funds go directly to local pregnancy resource centers and other pro-life causes. By placing a Choose Life tag on a vehicle, you're also encouraging people to protect the unborn who are made in God's image. In this 20th year of Choose Life Alabama, Priority Talk listeners could easily help double the number of Choose Life automobile tags purchased and therefore double the amount of funds given back to your local pregnancy resource centers. Choose Life Alabama is a low-maintenance, high-impact virtual organization with practically no overhead and no physical location. Learn how you can make sure no unborn life is lost by visiting ChooseLifeAlabama.org. Pregnancy resource centers around the state greatly depend on this annual funding from license plate renewals. Learn how you can help at ChooseLifeAlabama.org. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like, ooh, ah, yeah, ooh, my life be yeah. like, And we welcome you back in. We continue uh, visiting with our friends from Alliance Defending Freedom here on Priority Talk. Greg Davis here with you. We had just a wonderful event today, uh, the Alabama Citizens Action Pastor and Church Leader Training, uh, hosted at Shades Mountain Baptist Church. What a wonderful uh, host they were. Uh, Attorney General Steve Marshall was there along with uh, several other legislators. We had over 100 a pastors and church leaders. Yeah, had a lot of people there. Uh, during the day, it was it was really great. Uh, Harrison Smith with Alliance Defending Freedom uh, was uh, one of the presenters and and talked about the the the, uh, the church ministry alliance and the um, uh, the church alliance and the ministry alliance. Talked about both of those, but also you updated us on some uh, legal cases that uh, Alliance Defending Freedom is involved with right now. I want to start with um, the uh, the Alabama law from two years ago, the Vulnerable Child. Um, Compassion and Protection Act. We called it VCAP. It was one of the first in the country that said, hey, we've got to protect minors from being taken advantage of by uh, by doctors and these gender clinics and uh, taking a kid that's eight or nine years old and experiencing some kind of gender dysphoria. No wonder they are. Look at all the mixed messages they're right. being sent. I mean, yeah. are we surprised that kids are confused? Yeah, Look what we're doing. don't stand a chance. So, uh, so we, uh, I got to give credit. Becky Garrettson with Eagle Forum. Yeah. She was the one that was way ahead of this issue. Drove that. I think she first presented, got this bill to some legislators. I think it was back in either 19, yeah, it was uh, 19 or 20. It took three years to get it passed. One of those was COVID. But it took three years to finally get it passed. Uh, uh, Representative... Um, Wes Allen, who's now our Secretary of State. Uh, you guys heard him on the show yesterday with me as I was there in his office. And then also uh, Senator Shea Shellnut were really champions on that for three years, finally got it passed. And what it said was, and, and other states have now passed similar laws, but what it said was that uh, a minor, if you're under 18, uh, you shouldn't be getting uh, you know, uh, uh, what they call gender-affirming care, but really what it is is it's gender-unaffirming care is really what it is but you're talking about cross-sex hormones puberty blockers start giving those to kids when they're 8, 9, 10, 11 years old changing their physiological makeup and it all points toward uh, surgeries once they get a certain point you know like to be a teenager and so we outlawed that well of course uh, we were sued in the state by the Biden administration 
and uh, there's a lot in there we could get into. But, other, but, yeah, but, but Alliance Defending Freedom, this is still in court. Now, it's being, uh, right now, the last court ruled that it could be enforced, so it is being enforced right now in the state. Doctors can't prescribe those medicines, and you can't do surgeries. Yeah, in the, this le- state. the 11th Circuit upheld right. that this is okay. So it is being enforced right now, yep. but we are going to court, I think, this fall, mm-hmm. and Alliance Defending Freedom is handling that case. What can you tell us? Yeah, we're we're well we're stepping in to help support the the law that y'all decided as a people this is what we want to do and then outside, you know, outside groups and everything along with the Biden administration came in and said, "Yeah, you can't pass that law." And that's all along the ideological lines of I tried to say it was unconstitutional. Yeah. That's crazy. Which yeah, when you think about it it's like it's unconstitutional to give double mastectomies to a 12-year-old. It's crazy. It's like this, oh, <laughs> this is the world we live in. Well, Man. the Constitution is a living, breathing document, Greg. I don't know. Oh, if you knew oh, really? That. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Never heard. It's in there. You just got to read between the lines that that's yeah, gender, gender, quote unquote, gender affirming. So, Alliance Defending Freedom has a team of attorneys uh, working on this case. Yep. Working with and on behalf of the state of Alabama and Attorney General Marshall, he's right in the middle of it. His yep. office, uh, and. Um, we appreciate it. <laughs> and, 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 a, and a big part of why we love ALCAP and similar groups that do this stuff, because the legislative side of this is so important, because right now what we're doing is a good law was passed. Yep. Well, it's now being challenged by other groups that want it to go away, and we're now coming in to help defend the good law. The flip side of that is if Alabama passes a horrible law that, I mean, we're dealing with states that are passing literally the opposite of that, right. that are saying that um, um, we should codify in law that mine, right minors, this, yeah. you, you have a right to do this, and parents can push their kids into that if they want. Um, there was a there was a bill, and I, you may know more than I do, uh, which Matthew is still in here, he'd probably know. But the um, I know as a Virginia legislator uh, put forth a bill, and I, from what I understand, she's done this twice. Don't quote me on any of this. Was, I was listening to Albert Moeller not too long ago, okay. and he brought it up. But she basically was putting forth a law to say that it would be um, felony child abuse if a parent did not go along with the gender wishes of their child. Well, so literally the opposite of yeah, this. Instead opposite. of protecting minors, they're saying we're going to go after parents if you don't do this, and it's and it's and it's felony child abuse. Now I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but if that's not a canary in the coal mine of what. You know, an elected official thought yeah. that's a good idea. Well, if nothing some, else, they thought that was a good idea. Something that's ridiculous now becomes mainstream within a few years. Yeah, give and it. It's a, just the way it, it happens. Yeah, and that, and I, that few years, I feel like, is getting it's shorter shrink, and shorter. Uh, so I, I really think what's going to happen. There's too many states that have passed this similar law uh, that are also being sued. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to wind up at the Supreme Court. It will. It will. And it's just and a matter of time. Happy to see that the 11th Circuit. Uh, held held the line and said that this was okay and I mean we we would like it to get to the Supreme Court because yeah. we it, good luck proving to the current makeup of the Supreme Court that somehow in the Constitution there's a right to purity blocking hormones and that kind of thing for minors yeah. so well and a lot of people may say well man why put so much time and energy into something like that look if you don't you'll turn around a few years from now. And uh, this whole industry of, of, of sex change, uh, you know, and it's big it, money. It, it's big money. Big okay, money. that's what they see dollar signs when Insurance they see these kids money. that are confused. It's big money, and you'll turn around in a few years, and um, you know, a, a, a large amount of the kids out there will uh, they will, will have had sex changes or be in the process of doing that as teenagers. Yeah, or you know, younger or teen or preteens. And we've got it. I mean, we've got what's what's really cool. Cool, maybe the wrong word. What's really fascinating is that 
there is a growing population of detransitioners. Yes. That are coming adults. So we're not even talking minors getting yeah. thrown into this. No, but we adult. had some come to the state house and give testimony. Yeah. I yeah, mean, but they're in their twenties now, and they're they're going, man. I'm on medicine the rest of my life. My voice will never go back to what it should have here's been. Here's the pain I'm yeah, going I, through. I, here's the bodily I've changes. I've been in the hospital this many times. I'm on this many drugs for the rest of my life. And what's wild is, as Americans, we tend to look over the pond at Europe and go, "What are they doing? We want to be progressive like them. Let's follow and see, you know follow what they're doing." Europe has changed their tone on this stuff and said, uh, we're going to at least put a pause on this because we don't have enough information. I mean, what is it? Britain closed their largest gender transition yeah. uh, uh, facility. And, uh, you know, the EU has made comments about these kind of things. And yet America is still full throttle in light of what's coming out of Europe. And it's and, and in light of the people's stories going, I wasn't given the whole, I, I wasn't told these things. And, you know, it's scary for parents out there um, I was talking with a, a, a lady. Um, it was actually a camp conference I was speaking at the other day. And um, these parents are told, if your kid's struggling, it oh, makes yeah. sense to go to a counselor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the parents don't know how to navigate this stuff. This stuff is so no, they new. Mm-hmm. They go to a counselor, and, and these counselors are telling parents that, you know, your only option and your loving option is to is to go along with the gender wishes of your child because if you don't, you know what waits on the other side of that? Suicide. Yeah, that's what they tell them. Yeah. And they say you want do you want let's say your son is struggling or your daughter, it's a lot of girls, mm-hmm. a lot of prepubescent girls are struggling with this. Do you want a dead daughter or a live son? Yeah, that's exactly. That's what the counselors are telling. And so parents, mm-hmm. even Christian parents, no, are look, just we, going, if that is what the options are, well, then I don't want my child to commit suicide. No, that is exactly. We, so we'll uh, go along with it. When we were working on getting this bill uh, you know, passed and become law, uh, we had doctors in white coats come down and give testimony and say exactly that and have parents get up and, you know, that were they didn't like the law. But they got up and gave those same talking points. That yep. That's what they had been told, and this is what they had to do. They were backed into a corner. Right. And and let's not forget, it's evil, and it's and it's money, money, money. All right, let's always emphasize that. Greed is, <laughs> there's an amazing amount of greed behind uh, it. Which Harrison is Smith with Alliance Defending Freedom uh, here in town today. So he's sitting in studio with me for just a little bit more, a few more moments. Um, so that's a, a, a case that uh, Alliance Defending Freedom is specifically helping Alabama with. And uh, if you want to donate to Alliance Defending Freedom, that sure does help them, all right? Uh, you, you'll find them easy at Alliance Defending Freedom. Just go make a donation, and it helps all this stuff happen, okay? It's donor-based. Um, also, you guys have got a couple of other coming up before the Supreme Court uh, this we, term, right? Yeah, like kind of kind of last minute that are, that are being uh, going to be argued. Uh, one of them is the U.S. Food and Drug Administration versus the Alliance of Hippocratic Medicine. And the other one is the state of Idaho v. Uh, United States of America. And the first one, uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, in short, um, kind of the, 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 the synopsis is that by eliminating necessary safeguards for pregnant girls and women who undergo the dangerous uh, mifepristone abortion drug regime, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration um, has failed to abide by its legal obligations to protect the health uh, safety and welfare of girls and women. So, if y'all are familiar with the mifepristone yeah, argument, this is the uh, chemical abortions. Yep, and and so we're we're going to Supreme Court to tackle that issue. So that's uh, a major pro-life battle that we're about to face. Uh, and then similarly, the state of Idaho v. United States of America, 
uh, the Biden administration is attempting to use federal law. And I mean, I hadn't even heard of this. This is just how creative the other side's getting. But the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act, um, they're using that federal law to force emergency room doctors to perform abortions. So basically, if you go into the, the ER and and uh, the, the uh, medical doctors could be forced to do abortions in the ER Even using if it this bill. Their correct conscious or yeah yeah and and Idaho passed law specifically saying yeah. that that you can't do that and the Biden administration is going oh yeah, yeah we can so we're going to court well and what issue. happens on that in the long term is uh, you know people of good conscience and and conviction uh, say you know what I, I'm not going to be a doctor. Because if I'm a doctor, they'll make me do abortions, and they'll stay yeah. out of the uh, they'll stay out of the business, and that's do something been, else. That issue's been around. That's for, the long term effect. You know, been, over, over time, we've been fighting that one for a long time. Um, but to pull the gender issue, kind of pull it all together, the newest one is medical professionals being forced to, uh, you know, whether it's medical uh, treatment, whether it's medical procedures, mm-hmm. whether it's the pronoun usage, all of that stuff is now. So you can imagine if you're a Christian in the medical field, it's getting a little dicey. Uh, and we've, I mean, literally yeah. for the last 30 years, we've had to defend Christian medical professionals well, who have been put in the crosshairs. we went from uh, you must be tolerant to now you must participate. Correct. Forced participation. Correct. That, that's kind of the, uh, you know, everybody who bought the tolerance lie, you know, a decade or two ago, you know, yeah. 10, over the last 10 or 20 years, uh, this is where it led us to, is, is now, you know, they got tolerance, so now that's not enough. Now you must participate in these activities, uh, or, uh, or or give up your license, or get out of the profession, or uh, or or be arrested. Basically, you know that's where they would like to take it to. Yeah. And so these are just steps along the way. Well, man, outstanding. And of course, you know, you guys just so everybody can know, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom has been um, uh, representing legally representing Jack Phillips, the uh, cake baker out of Colorado now for a decade over a decade third still still in his third lawsuit third lawsuit that's going to go to the Supreme Court I'm sure he's won y'all have won both of them yeah hopefully win this one also uh, represented uh, Lori Smith with a 303 creative uh, I tell people that was a know, major victory that major we'll, victory which, which will help with Jack and other cases so sure. that was that was huge sure and I was so honored when I was with you when I first met you in Orlando uh, what about a year and a half ago to get to hear Lori Smith yeah. speak and I got to meet her yeah. and talk with her and uh, she was a wonderful lady and uh, you know not a uh, not someone who was raised in the church and a Christian yeah. all of her life no she became a Christian sort of in her adult life and had she, strong convictions she was she was actually out to di- she had had a rough life and was out to disprove Christ and she was one of those classic uh, in her pursuit of uh, disproving God found him and came to the Lord and then the so, classic Lee Strobel exactly. uh, Josh McDowell yep, yeah yep. went to C.S. Lewis went to go just go yeah. ah, this is a bunch of baloney and then was like oh my gosh I think I believe this stuff <laughs> so yeah. she's not she's not some you know right wing Christian we're gonna go sue the government she's just a little nobody yeah. a graphic designer who came to know the Lord and wants to live out her faith and her work and uh, didn't want to be the next Jack Phillips and, yeah. and took a stand it was a proactive case to say hey Correct. I make websites for weddings uh, you know, you and Matthew both have gotten married here in the last, uh, you know, what year, year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, when I got married, we didn't have websites. So it, there weren't websites, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe there were I some. think the brides drive a lot of that. Yeah, I don't think I yeah. even saw my website. But she said, I make these I wonderful, I, uh, I make these wonderful websites. 
and uh, for for couples that are getting married and, and wants tells to, their story she wants and, to tell good yeah. mar- in our culture yeah. that struggles with marriage she wants to tell good marriage stories but, but colorado she, said if you tell marriage stories you have to tell every marriage story you're not allowed to just say male and female marriage and as a christian she just yeah. said i I have certain beliefs on and marriage. She, along with Alliance Defending Freedom, won that case at the U.S. That Supreme Court. That was a huge case. We talked about it on here at length. Uh, it was really, really big. So, well, man, um, tell folks how to how to support if they want to give to the cause. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. We as as Greg mentioned, you're not a fundraiser by I'm any not, means, but I'm tell not. people how they can give. You didn't <laughs> ask. No one's asked to do that. But yeah. Then we may have people out there that want to make a donation. Yeah. I mean, all of these cases. Jack Phillips, ten years, millions of dollars in legal yep. fees. He's never paid a dime because of the generosity of our donors. And we got you know Grandma giving us five dollars all the way up to you know Christian business owners supporting us uh, and everything in between and all. All of that cumulatively builds the war chest for us to be able to go and, and fight these cases. And so um, every dollar counts. And if you have, again, supported us uh, by God's grace, he's provided what we've needed. And uh, we're able to go toe-to-toe with groups like the ACLU, Freedom From Religion Foundation, or more frequently than not, the federal government that yeah. has our yeah. tax dollars there to just stay in the fight as long yeah. as they want. So, so if you don't like those groups uh, and what they stand and what they try to pull off, ADFlegal.org. Uh, go support the people who stand against them and, yep. work, and work on our side of these issues. Yep. ADF Legal. ADFlegal.org. All right. So uh, we'll put that at our uh, website as that well. That would be wonderful. Uh, so yeah, there might be people out there that want to get involved and uh, make a donation. And uh, I've been honored to be a part uh, be affiliated with a lot standing freedom really uh, for a long time but more officially uh, more recently so that's why you got a tie it's wonderful i do i have <laughs> i have an alliance defending tie the same one attorney general steve marshall had on today that's right and i almost wore mine quite on but i didn't wear a tie it would have been cute if, if y'all i could have matched a tie, i was going to wear it because i knew you were coming yeah and matthew was coming and jacob so. next time uh, we're going to do more of those because they were uh, just shout out to greg and al cap it was an incredibly powerful event and it and it's it's about having the right people. We don't we don't have to have everybody. We got to yeah. have the right people. So if God's nudging you and calling you to, you know, you're feeling the, the, the you know, for such a time as this and what's God doing right now, there's plenty of work to do. So Al Cap and Greg and the work he's doing here in the state is a huge part of that. I call. I, well, we can end with this. I I just had this vision of of Greg is is a Paul Revere. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Did you like that? Uh, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do feel like sometimes I'm all over the place. He, he's yeah. not on horseback, but he's running around the yeah. state and trying to tell Honda people, pilot. here's what's coming. Here is what's yeah. coming. And yeah. we need to be aware because there's a lot over the horizon. But it doesn't take it doesn't take many dedicated people to move the needle. And so we're just we want to be uh, faithful to what God's given Amen. us. Amen. All right. Alliance Defending Freedom. Harrison, thank you for being here, Jacob. Pleasure. Matthew had to slip out, but thanks to Matthew as well. All right. Uh, we'll be right back.